All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Backbrothers Podcast. I just recorded a five-minute long video, and then I got a text message from the lady who supplies me with eggs, and I was so curious as to what she said that I I scrolled my phone over. If you guys are watching the video, I scrolled my phone over and ended up canceling my recording. And I was like, I don't feel like editing it, and I'll just start over. To be honest, like whatever, it's fine. Uh, but it's it's funny because. Uh, yeah, we've been buying all of our uh, eggs organic and local and pasture-raised, free roam. And the other day I went to go pick up the eggs and I thought they maybe had like 10 to 15 chickens. By the way, it's $3 a dozen now. It's like shockingly cheap um, for this lady. It's going to go up. Everything's going up now. Everything's getting more expensive. But at the grocery store, it's like, what, 6 $7 for like a good batch of eggs. Um, but I go to this lady's house and I go to pick up the eggs and she leaves them in a cooler. And uh, as I pull in, it's like kind of in this cul-de-sac and there's a lot of trees nice property, beautiful property. And I see like one chicken, two chickens. I'm like, Oh, there's the chickens. And I, uh, I do a little chicken noise at them. I go, because it's just fun to do. If you ever dealt with chickens, literally like out of a movie, like a horde of chickens comes over this little hill. And I just hear like all the footsteps. Some of them are like flying and shit at me. Others are like sprinting and running. You got like really skinny ones. You got super fat ones. And they just freaking swarm me. I had no idea what to do. And I was like, fuck, I got to get on my, I got to get out of the driveway. And there's like literally probably 60 to 70 chickens, like just an army of chickens around me. And uh, I just pick up a handful of stones. I didn't know what else to do. I just chuck them in the distance and all the chickens went running because I thought that I was feeding them. It was kind of funny, but it's kind of cool because, you know, where I live now in Idaho, you can find people who are willing to provide really good food, vegetables, you know, meats for you. You kind of establish a relationship with these people. And uh, I think that's how it, how it should be with our food and stuff like that. Uh, especially our eggs, which by the way, eggs used to really gross me out back uh, when I used to eat factory farmed eggs. But now that I'm eating local organic eggs and I like know who's, you know, who's providing me with these eggs and what kind of people they are. It's just eggs are amazing. I, I'm not saying they're a superfood, but they are certainly very convenient and delicious. And if I ever got property anytime soon, I would definitely get eggs. But anyways, I don't know how I started talking about eggs. Um, so this episode, guys, uh, if you haven't seen from the caption, it's just about general stress and anxiety. And this, I'm not trying to be like overly profound in this episode. I know sometimes I get caught up with my own words and I, I like to hear myself talk. <laughs> you know, this episode is just going to be like a, a real one. I like to think that I'm always real with you guys. I like to think that I'm always really honest and, and I've, you've asked me this question multiple times before and I've addressed it, but not to the extent that I want to. And it's about stress and anxiety. A lot of you guys ask how to deal with stress and anxiety. How can you reduce your stress and anxiety? Do I have stress and anxiety? And I'm using stress and anxiety as generally synonymous because for the most part, they are, they're not, they're not the same thing, but they go hand in hand, right? Like if you're generally stressed, you probably have general anxiety, or if you're very stressed, you probably have anxiety. It's, it's almost like the same word at this point, but um, everyone these days, you know, likes to talk about how anxious they are and how stressed they are. And I think a lot of people use the word anxiety now to like gain sympathy from people like general, the general anxiety disorders. And, you know, we like to put this label on and ironically, as we bring more attention to like general anxiety disorders, which is not what I'm talking about, but the more we seem to label anxiety, the more anxious people get. And I know that's, I know that's not only why people are getting more anxious. I know that it also has to do with societal standards and this uh, busy grind culture that millennials have developed. You know, we're so busy. We're grinding. You know, 
we're making moves, man. When in actuality, millennials are like the least efficient people I've ever met in my entire life. Um, but, you know, it seems like everybody nowadays has a general level of stress and anxiety. And if they don't, I would like to know their secret and what they're doing to prevent that stress and anxiety within themselves. But I do believe that stress and anxiety is a natural reaction to a certain extent to life. And I believe that a general rule for high achievers are people who are making making moves. I hate that term. It reminds me of like a YouTube motivational video. But uh, people who are achieving, people who are moving forward, people who are learning, people who are growing, there is a natural amount of stress and anxiety that comes with that. So with that being said, I myself, I feel a general level of stress and anxiety daily. I don't think there's been a single day within the last several years. Maybe that's a little dramatic. I'm, I'm, I've had more than a few peaceful, stress-free days and anxiety-free days. But my stress and anxiety is not high. Like I don't have days where I'm just, you know, overly anxious or stressed, but I'm always working on a new project or something that is challenging me or jujitsu or um, rock climbing or flying airplanes or going to different types of schools, the military deployments, like drill sergeant school, being on trail. There's so many things that cause me stress, but it's not necessarily bad stress. It's a uh, good stress. It pushes me in the right direction, but a lot of people are getting very caught up and very bogged down by stress and anxiety these days because, wow, I guess I can, like, how do you even start to break this down? I guess, I guess we can start by asking the question of, I don't know, what do you guys want to hear first? Like how I deal with my stress and anxiety or, 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 or why we're so anxious and stressed these days? Why our generation is so anxious and stressed? Well, I can tell you that our endocrine systems are absolutely destroyed. Our microbiome, which produces a lot of that feel-good chemical that a lot of us want and need, has been absolutely destroyed from birth, really, you know, from not getting enough skin to skin with our mothers, right? You know, the hospital will yank you away, throw you into the NICU or throw you in an incubator. You don't get that skin to skin contact with your mom, or at least not long enough. You know, there goes a piece of your microbiome right there. Um, then you're probably formula fed either instantly or after six months, which 48% of the American population will, uh, actually, sorry, it's like 52% will stop bottle feeding after the age of like six months. There goes your microbiome even more. There goes, uh, you know, your body's ability to produce serotonin and dopamine and stuff like that. And don't even get me started on digestion. But, um, you know, so the point is, is like, not oh, like what I always talk about with our foods and stuff like that. It's like, there's so many, if you look at the body from a systematic perspective, more specifically like the endocrine system, meaning the part of your body that produces all the hormones and stuff like that, a lot of stress and anxiety comes from those hormones. And since the American body, and I say specifically American, Western, but really American here, um, has been so destroyed by food, our foods, which is poisonous now, our water, the seed oils, um, the fluorides, the, the, you know, alcohol, the drugs, whatever. That is a lot of the reasons why I think people are generally more stressed and anxious is because we're not eating good. We're not taking care of our bodies. Now that goes without being said, I'm not going to spend too much detail on that. But also, like I said about this, like busyness, this grind culture that Americans have probably always had, 
You know, Americans are capitalist. We're, we're very busy people. We like to work. We like to accomplish. But it's different now. It's We're more rushed now because the systems have been designed to rush us and our jobs and, and uh, you know, everything is so quick now. Our attention spans are just boom, 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 boom. Like you're sitting on the computer. You're looking at your phone. You're scrolling. Everything's just trying to grab your attention. And you just feel like you just can't focus. You can't breathe for two seconds because everything is always trying to get your freaking attention. And then you're locked in in like this cybernetic internet world where you're stressing about this and this part of the world and freaking Ukraine and, you know, Black Lives Matter and this city burning down and you got this shit going on there and there. And it's like, it's so overwhelming. It's so stressful that a lot of people are unable to disconnect from that. And I think that if Really, if people started to realize that, first of all, the internet isn't the world, like everything that's happening on the internet isn't happening in your backyard, so just chill out. But a lot of people forget that, you know, maybe not you, avid listener, but maybe some other people, they forget that everything on the internet isn't happening in their backyard. And, uh, you know, there's that busyness where you feel like you always have to be plugged in. You feel like you always have to be connected. And that's a natural human reaction. You know, we always want to feel connected. And we always want to feel like we're a part of the team. We don't want to feel isolated. And the internet is a really good pseudo comfort for that. You know, if we're on the internet, if we're on social media, if we're posting videos or if we're on Instagram, we feel like we're a part of something. But that has gone a little bit too far, I think, to the point to where it's ironically, it's connected us more than ever, more than humans have ever been connected. But also at the same time, it's isolated us because now we're all socially awkward and like slightly autistic, especially this new generation coming up. So it, it's important for us to kind of realize that it's it, if you can disconnect a little bit, it allows you to connect more. And I haven't really thought about that in too much detail, but an anecdote, a personal anecdote is that I noticed that my stress and anxiety levels sometimes, not all the time, can be slightly correlated to how much time I'm spending on the internet. Yeah. And don't even get me started on like comparing yourself to other people and stuff like that, because comparison, you know, like they always say is the thief of joy. And I even get caught up in that world a little bit where I'm like scrolling through all of you guys and you guys are posting like amazing stuff, like great content, great essays. And I'll start beating myself up a little bit. I'm like, man, I got to make more videos or I got to write more essays or damn, look at what this guy's doing. And I, re I realize I'm like, what? like, what are you doing? You know, you hit, you have everything that you need right in front of you. You're, you're healthy. You got a beautiful family. You know, you're, you're generally financially stable. You live in a beautiful place. And the internet, going back to distraction, kind of pulls you away from like what's in front of you, what's really happening. And, and yeah, just very busy, all of us. Very, very busy, very distracted. But, you know, and the anxiety is another thing. It's like, what, what even is the definition of anxiety now? I don't even know. It's like everybody, everybody now, especially these kids, they, tell us that they have anxiety disorders and that they're anxious. And, you know, a part of me is like, yeah, you probably are anxious and you are probably more stressed because, you know, your parents fucked you up when you were a kid, you know, for whatever reason, maybe they neglected you, maybe they abused you or, or maybe they didn't. And maybe you just made really bad choices. And I don't know. It's just like, I don't know. Anxiety now is such a buzzword. Like it's just a, a lot of people have anxiety because they're just socially isolated and they spend way too much time on the internet way too many times on way too much time on video games. And, you know, they're not in proper social groups anymore. You know, they're not in Cub Scouts or Boy Scouts or on this team or that team really learning how to socialize with people. And yeah, it's like, I don't know, every it's, it's pretty obvious, like where things are going. And I, I, I only see 
that in the future, the more isolated we become, the more violent things will get because people around you feel less human, you know, because uh, you're not talking to them anymore. I realized in the gym today, I was uh, on the stair climber. Great exercise, by the way, completely underrated. And uh, I have not been working out with my headphones lately. I haven't worked out with my headphones in weeks. And I don't know why I've never done this before, at least not on purpose. I know I've done it when I like forgot my headphones or something, but I told myself I didn't want to work out with headphones anymore because I wanted to really lock in that mind muscle connection. Um, but I also didn't want like the distraction of like having to pick my thumbs and to be in the right mind because I really got caught up in that for a while. Um, but you know, I'm looking around at all these people and I, I, I look at, you know, I'm on the second floor. There's like 20 machines this way, 20 machines that way. And I'm thinking it's like, wow, each one of these people are their own people with their own elaborate personalities and experiences and stories. And we have so much to share with one another. And really, as a human, you know, one of the responsibilities that we have is to not only learn about, obviously, ourselves and the universe and God and all those things, but also to learn about each other. And by learning about each other, we learn about ourselves. And we're missing that aspect of like that social connection. It's like, well, people are still talking to each other, you know, not nearly. You wouldn't believe how much people talk to each other in an environment that either doesn't have Internet, never had Internet. Or like you look at how people used to talk to each other in like the 40s, 50s and 60s. And, you know, the conversations that they would have. If you watch these old videos on YouTube, it's like the, the way that they speak to each other, the eye contact, the body language, the the banter. It's like it's so cool to watch because you don't see that anymore. So I'm in the gym. And I'm just like, wow, we are so isolated. Like not just as Americans, but I don't know, Westerners as a whole, it's just so funny because we're so connected, but yet so dis disconnected at the same time. Like no wonder why everyone's like so stressed and anxious now. But you know, if you're generally a stressed out or anxious person, I know I kind of segued there, but there are things that you can do to make yourself feel less stressed and, and anxious, you know, eat better, exercise, get the right amount of sleep, all the things that I always talk about. But look at some other parts of your life and, and try to maybe journal and write things down, like things that are causing you indirect stress, maybe your environment, maybe your friends and family, um, maybe a bad relationship. I don't know. There's like so many things. But I guess, you know, to kind of summarize this episode, it's like, guys, I, I get stressed and I get anxious too. But don't be afraid to feel that stress and anxiety because sometimes, like I said, that is a good indicator that you are on a path. I feel stress, like I said, all the time in jujitsu, in my tournaments. Guys, when I go fly an airplane like three, four, five times a week sometimes, I feel stressed every time before, during, and sometimes after, depending on if my flight goes bad. But then I tell myself, I'm like, the stress that you're feeling is good. It means that you're growing. It means that you're being challenged. Imagine living a completely and totally stress-free life. I feel like that would be, I, I feel like that would be not, I don't know. And like I said, there's like freaks out there who, who are just absolute mad accomplishers, like just monsters in their business or in their endeavors or in life. And they generally don't feel any stress or anxiety because they've, They've either never really felt it, I guess. I don't know. Like maybe some of you guys really don't feel general stress and anxiety. Um, or they've just gotten to a level of consciousness where stress and anxiety is very, very limited or it's just like completely below them. Because, you know, in that book, uh, I think it's called Levels of Energy by Neville Goddard. Great book. You can get it on Audible. 
He talks about people's energetic levels, basically means that their levels of consciousness. And what he noted, and this is pretty obvious to all of us, right? Is that as people increase in their levels of consciousness and awareness, their energetic levels, right? As they get closer to God and uh, eventually being one with God, they, uh, they're less affected by stress and anxiety and depression and, and, and wild emotions like anger and rage and, and, uh, you know, lust and all those things because their consciousness rise and rises. And, uh, I've been trying to do that myself, like really getting into a headspace and I have gotten to a headspace, but you know, you get busy sometimes you forget about that mental hygiene. Um, but I have gotten to a headspace where I'm generally, I don't feel any stress and anxiety. It doesn't last a super long time, but if I work at it, I can get there. Um, but then I get busy. I go to flight school, you know, I freaking have a kid. I, I, I move, I do all this stuff. And then I get caught back up in the, the, the illusion, if you will, of life. And I get caught up in its game and then I lose all those skills that I had. So, you know, even myself, I, I, I think some people get this perception that I'm a, very well integrated, stress-free, not anxious being. And I guess I'm pretty well integrated. I'm generally not super stressed and anxious, but you know, you guys like myself, I, I feel that stress. I feel that anxiety. Some people that you maybe look up to within the sphere, um, they feel that too. You know, maybe they talk about it, maybe they don't. And maybe there's a good reason for that. Maybe there's not, but you know, honestly guys, I think it's just a natural part of life. And, um, in in a way, if you really look at your stress and anxiety from like a very human perspective, you're like, okay, you know, I am this person that is doing these things and it's causing me stress and anxiety. And if you can kind of put yourself in between those emotions and look at it from a realistic perspective, like, hmm, why am I feeling stress? Oh, it's because of that. Okay, I'm well, I'm gonna take that out. Um, or maybe that stress needs to stay there because it's forcing me to grow. Or, you know, people are very dishonest with themselves and they're not really asking themselves the right questions. And I don't know. I don't know if this episode really helped you guys, but um, I'll tell you what, I don't want a stress-free life. I don't want a stress-full life. I think having a stress-full life will end your life quicker, but I don't want a stress-free life. I don't think I've ever been interested in having a stress-free life. I don't think it's in my programming to have a stress-free life. I don't think it's in my DNA. Maybe I'm just coping. You know, I don't know. I don't think I'll ever get to that point where I have a stress-free life. Maybe when I'm old and retired, but I notice that if I'm living a stress-free life, I'm living a boring one. You know, that's why I, I looked at these guys, like these pacifists, like the Buddha, nothing against the Buddha, but I don't know their life, which is probably pretty stress-free. I, I could be completely wrong. Maybe, maybe the Westerner who, be, who becomes a so-called Buddha, which I've noticed that these guys are just cowards, pacifists half the time, not all the time, but often, um, that they live a stress-free life. And uh, I just don't see any growth there, at least not for me. It's just, I don't know. Something to think about, guys. I guess I just wanted to get some stuff on my chest. I'm actually going to record another episode maybe right after this uh, about the false pursuit of happiness and why pursuing happiness, you know, the American dream, which is, uh, what, what is it, like the pursuit of happiness or something like that? Or, and I don't remember what it is. I, hear, I heard it all the time growing up, the pursuit of happiness. The pursuit of happiness is a waste of time uh, it is going to be the end of you and it's going to torture you and it's going to make you miserable if you pursue happiness and nothing but happiness, which I'll explain why in the next episode. Wow. Great way to end the episode, right? Uh, I'm talk telling you guys that you're, <laughs> you, you pursuing happiness is a waste of time. Um, but it is, but I'll explain. Okay. Don't forget to join the Patreon guys. It's only a dollar a month to sign up. It takes three minutes to sign up. Literally like literally three minutes. 
Uh, you get exclusive content on there. And don't forget to leave a like on YouTube. Share my video. Share my Instagram if you want. I pretty much am completely shadow banned on there now. Um, and also you can leave a rating on Spotify and iTunes. Okay. All right. 20 minutes. Not bad. Have a good one, guys.